0: i oh,
1: have yeah, check on to you now. Here we, Here we go. Oh yeah. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. It's three songs. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. No Bobby way. Bobby Mike, it's
2: Bobby No way. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike.
1: Three songs. Three songs. three songs, three songs podcast episode one four four. Yeah, Is happy New Year to you. Happy, happy New, New, Year. New Year to you, January fifth, twenty twenty one. Welcome to twenty twenty one, Bob.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's not speak
1: too soon. But uh, I'm not going
0: to be one of those. Those people that says like, right.
1: It's just, you know, it's just a calendar flip. That's all it is at this point. I'm
0: happy that people are very optimistic compared to where they were, let's just say, five, six months ago.
1: But things are bad. I mean, things are really bad. Yeah, you know, but we'll get there. We're here. You're here. I'm here. Everyone else out there listening is here. And we thank you.
0: Our worldwide listening audience.
1: (laughs) That's true. We do have a, you know, I kind of laugh. Adore, I adore. We we do have a worldwide listening audience. We have people that listen from all over and I thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Amazing.
0: It amazes me. It
1: does. It amazes me too. (laughs) Um, Just two dudes. For fairly obvious
0: reasons on my end, you know.
1: Talking about music. (laughs) That's okay though. Uh, I'm going to start it off tonight. Yeah, we're talking about
0: music. Um, We're talking about music. Keep in mind, like, of course, you put it up fairly frequently. The premise of the show is, like, yeah, it's two dudes, like, just, like, picking out songs and, you know, having a chat about them. So, like, when the majority of of negative comments come from me, that's just, like, you know, if, if you were sitting next to me and you brought a few records over, and I brought a few records over, then, like, there's no problem in saying that, like, just not my thing yeah you know what i mean that's true
1: but you know i'm the fact that it's being
0: broadcast like does like make you even if it's like to whatever it does make you you know i don't want to be that person that just like says i like something that i don't really like and that doesn't mean like i've said this many times doesn't mean that it's not good right right it just means that you know I, i just didn't dig it on the first listen because most of the stuff that you play, like 75%, you know, somewhere in there, like I, I have never heard before. So like, right. obviously there's that thing where you've got to have like probably one-tenth of your record collection that you really didn't like it at all on the first handful of listens, you know.
1: For sure. And, you know, I look at it for you. This show really is is me... Playing records for you you know there's an audience there's people listening I'm aware of it in the back of my mind and I'm thinking about like what might people like but really what I'm doing is I'm trying to talk about music with you because if I don't bring something that you can connect with and I don't bring something that I like enough to talk to you about then none of it else matters as far as right. I concerned. so 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 yeah and and um I know that there are things that I'm going to play for you. Eh, maybe kind of push what you're interested in, or maybe even, like, there are certain things that I know I could play for you. In fact, I thought squeezing about... squeezing my melon now? No, <laughs> kind of. Uh, I thought, I, I, I <laughs> th- there are things that I know I can play that Bob will love. And then there's other things... That I'm less sure about, but I kind of like them enough and I'm hoping that you'll be with me on it. And I think those are where, y- y- you know, the 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 ones where you say, eh, it's not really my thing, it tends to be those. It's very rarely that I bl- bring something that I'm pretty convinced you'll like. It's very rare that you don't, you know, and... I, yeah. have, I have a good example of that. I I, I might play it on in the show. I was thinking about playing it tonight, but I'll probably save it for the next show or the show after. Have you heard the counter intuits? No. Oh man. Okay. This is this is a Bob Nastanovich. I mean, this is such a slam dunk. dunk. It's um I forget his name.
0: He <laughs> put more thought into um my musical taste than I ever would well, I appreciate it's, that it
1: it's, it's, um, it's it's a collaboration between I think his name is Jared Phillips see I wasn't planning on playing it so I didn't do any research but I, I mean
0: there's things like with you too like I mean obviously I knew you'd like dig horse or, so I don't think you right. ever heard that you know what no, I mean so
1: exactly um, yeah, y- you know, I mean, I think we know we know each other's tastes well enough and we know the boundaries of each other's taste. But anyway, uh, counterintuitive, I think it's Gerald, Jared Phillips. Anyway, it's it's uh, the guy from uh, Times New Viking. And oh, yeah, well. it's, it's so it's him and Ron House.
0: Oh, I mean, like, come on! Yeah, yeah. obviously. You know, so uh,
1: that, I will. I will play that. It's people. It's, people that I really like. It's you know? their new thing. Um, we'll play that. The other. The other one. I oh, I'm, psyched,
0: I'm psyched. that they're doing something.
1: Exactly. They put out two. That's the amazing thing too about like, and I'm going to get into it
0: because like, you know, we talk about it every year. Like, I know I really appreciate you, um, putting a long grouping of songs on the. I think it was on your own Twitter thing of of like things he really liked from 2020 yeah and of course the mesmerizing turntable report <laughs> <laughs> i
1: mean uh tracy she she puts us both to shame i mean
0: no <laughs> oh, i mean just like the volume of i mean things yeah. that she listens to i mean i can't believe that she doesn't make a you know a healthy living off of I mean, it's just one of those things, right. who knows how it all right. works. But Right, yeah. Um, Follow- I can't do a list. Like, I can't do a list because I feel like I've listened to, like, an infinitesimal amount of music from 2020. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like i listened right. to, like, more than I would have, you know, perhaps because of Three Songs Pod, but say, La vie, anyways, play your first credit
1: that's, song that's the, for me that's, to diss. That's the way it goes. My, my, my yeah. first song, <laughs> I'll play for you is from, I guess, a soul blues legend, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, I talk, I'm talking about Esther Phillips. Um, born She's an in, R&B wizard. Yeah, she was born in Texas. Uh, she Galveston. She started singing. I know her. Yeah, you do? Not real oh, you know well, her stuff? Not real well okay. but I
0: might know the song you're going to play.
1: Okay, good. Well, Who knows? She you know? she, she started playing in her teens, and hooked up with, we've talked about Shugi Otis. His dad, Johnny Otis, did a touring review. She hooked up with him, played with him for a while. Um, she's had She had a lot of issues with drugs and alcohol. She died young. She died at 48 with uh, kidney and liver issues. Uh, and in the 70s, she kind of went like more of a funk... Uh, almost even disco phase. Um, I'm going to play something from her 1973 record. It's actually the title track from from that record. It's called Black Eyed Blues. This is... Um, strangely enough, I didn't realize until I dug in a little further because she kind of makes this song her own. Turns out it's actually a Joe Cocker song, um, which I didn't know. It sounds... She she makes this song so much her own. It just I can't imagine. I actually listened to it after, like just right before the show, just to, to hear his version of it. Um it doesn't feel right, because I know hers so well. Um but I love this song, Black Eyed Blues, Esther Phillips. Hope you'll like it, Bob.
0: Bring it.
3: Vaccination, all the black eyed blues. Total fascination, all the color I choose. I don't mind Mm -mm. if you turn me around just as long as it gets. color I choose. Now, I don't mind. I don't mind if you turn it around. Just keep on turning and turning and turning and turning as long as it gets fine. The black-eyed blues. Black now, if you don't like it, like I said, let it ride.
1: But just let it shine. Black Eyed Blues
0: Yeah, marvelous, yeah, Wicked Guitar And oh like, it's always nice God. to hear uh, Yeah, right? I mean, obviously, just an unbelievable uh, Unbelievable uh, voice Esther had Yeah and uh, But uh, the guitar. I love the use of the bongos.
1: The guitar and the bongas That whole song Tonight is the first night I realized That that was a cover Because it just felt like such Her song and oh, she owned that. I I listened to the original. You know, it's fine. Go Joe, whatever. I'm not a huge Joe Cocker fan. I appreciate his stuff, but she really made that her own. And you're right. The bongos, the guitar, just the way she even even that little like kind of impromptu, uh, extemporaneous breakdown towards the end where she talks about the black eyes and. No like, oh, yeah, uh, like uh, that I don't think mm. is in his original, I think she just kind of went with it.
0: that's no, pure Esther,
1: yeah, beautiful, beautiful, but stuff. the
0: thing is you know like about her, um she spent really most of her youth like going back and forth on buses between Houston and l a
1: yeah, right,
0: I mean that's a long ass bus ride,
1: yeah, yeah and
0: I, I think that I mean. <laughs> Believe me, like, and so, like, I, I guess there was a predetermined effort to keep the family together by her siblings. So she bought back and forth between Houston and LA because um, the parents split. And so, I, I don't know how they worked that out, but right. pretty tough, sure. Like, pretty you know, tough. she even, like, kind of like, um, well, she certainly did sing quite a bit. And maybe it was her own words, perhaps, about um how messed up both homes were really like in terms of exposure to things that young teenagers probably should be exposed to you know
1: right uh right
0: and i mean she she rose to fame by winning a contest in a bar in the watt section of la i mean like
1: yeah well, and in one of her best known songs, and you know, argu- arguably his one of her best songs is called "Home Is Where the Hatred Is." So,
0: yeah, know that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so, so there I mean, you go, and it's on the album "From a Whisper to a Scream." You know, there's there's always been a lot of pain in her music. Um, yeah,
0: which is, but their voice is so beautiful that, you know, But yeah, I mean- yeah. Babe. Well, thanks for playing her because I've you know I hadn't thought of her in at least a decade.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, and she's one where you know I come across her records in the, I mean, I don't even know if they're dollar bin anymore, but like two dollars, nah. the cheap cheap record bin, we'll call it. Um, you can find her records pretty easily, uh, and I always pick them up whenever I run across them. They're the kinds cool. of records we talked about it with Fred Thomas, where. I'll rescue them and then I'll just find homes for them later. Because yeah, you guys
0: are surfing in kind of like probably better thrift stores than I am out (laughs) here in Des Moines.
1: (laughs) I guess so. I don't know, Um, but yeah. But maybe
0: if I go to Chicago, you can find an find an Esther um, LP for a dollar at a thrift store there. So I'm going to go to Chicago.
1: Okay. Do it.
0: And play a song that um, from a band called Bish and Bajas. Cooper Crane is in Cave. It's buddies Dan and Rob. Band has been around since 2010. Mm. This is off their self-titled double album. It's, a, it's electronic music, so it's quite a bit different from what you've done there. It's instrumental, so you won't hear any soaring vocals from a genius. But um, it's a it's a really beautiful song called "Asian Carp" by Bishan Bajas.
1: Captures a mood.
0: Well, as Lucy Arnell said, if you weren't tripping right now, everything would be absolutely fine, Mike. (laughs) Uh, I just think their their music's uh, truly psychedelic to me,
1: for sure. And it reminds me of like Lamont Young and Terry Riley and a lot of these almost um, classical composers. They're, Philip glass Philip you know. glass for sure Terry Reich um, mm-hmm. or Terry Terry Riley what uh, what's the Reich um, God <laughs> uh, anyway you, you know what I'm getting at I know them a little bit only because I'm are you familiar with Joshua Abrams in the National Information Society no um, I've
0: heard, I've heard it, I've heard of, Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: You, but I, no, I've never heard it. You, heard it. I think you would really like it. They remind me a lot, in some ways, of Horse Lords.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Yeah, very um, well orchestrated, uh, jazz based, but very tight, compact. I mean, some of the songs are very long, but. Um, you know, that's the case with Horse Lords as well. Just just really good, interesting music. And they did a collaboration record. Well, uh, the first
0: song on that album is nearly 19 minutes long. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and yeah. um, Bajas did a record with Natural Information Society, Joshua Abrams' group, 2015, called Auto Imaginary. That's really quite nice. I mean, it's it's that same sort of vibe... But with a little bit more instrumentation to it, I guess. Um, but still very delicate in a lot of ways. Really good. Yeah.
0: So to me, it's like like driving alone music, you mm-hmm. know, like
1: mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like you're, zoning. One out thing
0: that one totally. thing that I miss about life um, is the six to ten hour road trip, you know, which um, not even on tour, just like I mean. I lived in Louisville for years. My family's from Richmond. That's a nine-hour trip. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, long drive. I live a lot. Of, I got a lot of friends in Louisville, and Nashville. That's like ten to twelve hours from here. You know, so like, you throw on the bitch in Baja's. So that's gonna like really just like set the cruise control. Hour you just did ninety miles.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, and yeah. One of the things in a I, great
0: way, in a great way, for like, sure. It does like spin the wheels? You know, for like, sure. If you're, mind which
1: it, it, and it kind of gets to one of the things that i don't think we talk about on this show it's like the
0: anti like it's like it's not the but it's like the kind of opposite effect of like you know a strong cup of coffee and the beastie boys you know well, it's like the, right,
1: <laughs> right 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 and, and, and it goes back to like kind of how we consume music and even how we're consuming uh a podcast like this uh i'm saying well, it's like to
0: me it's like you know the great Lubomir Melnick I played on the show, you know, like that trance, like, you
1: know, well, well, sure. Sure. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is I'm sitting here and I'm listening with headphones on and I'm intently listening to what you're playing for me. And I would imagine that you've got headphones on, uh, as we're talking, but there are maybe people out there that are driving or they're distracted. They're doing dishes. They're, you know, doing other stuff and they may or may not be listening as intently through headphones or or what have you. And so I think the experience of consuming music, uh, you could hear something like that and it could really strike you if you're in the right frame of mind and you're in the right moment and you're focusing in the right way or it could be completely just lost on you depending, sure. depending upon what's I mean, the only time on. i ever
0: have headphones on anymore is like doing zoom calls or um or listening or this podcast yeah. that's it
1: right but but that's uh, you know i mean i think it's worth noting how different an experience it is when you're that actively focused versus you know, maybe possibly distracted a little bit. You know, I'll put on a record as I'm making dinner and cleaning up and doing stuff and wandering around the place. And, you know, like, the way I'm listening to music in that sense is often a little bit different from how I'm listening to music when I'm talking to you about it.
0: Sure, absolutely, yeah, Yeah. unquestionably.
1: Uh, So, yeah, interesting thing to think about, especially in, in the context of Bitchin' Bajas, which was, like... You know, I'm sitting here with headphones on. Totally fascinating music to me. Um, In another context, it may just be background music that, you know, like I might have to hear four or five times before it really sinks Well, I think,
0: you know, a fair amount of their music has been used in movies and stuff. I mean, I'd have to look that up, but like...
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very very cool. Soundtracks Um, and stuff. I know know? a little bit of their stuff, but definitely not enough. So, yeah. Again, thank you for the reminder. I think a lot of the time you bring stuff that I know just barely, um, and it's a nice reminder for me to go check out deeper.
0: Yeah, when you're doing the dishes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the dishes, that's right. Um, All right, well, I'm going to play something. I'll, I'll switch gears a little bit.
0: Well, you couldn't, I mean... I know it's next, and I know this group, so... Yeah, yeah and, it's a and, major gear shift. It is
1: a major <laughs> gear shift, and I'm going to go back to the 70s, not that far off from what I played earlier with Esther Phillips a couple years earlier. 1971, this is a San Francisco band, and this is a San Francisco band that always fascinated me because...
0: I always thought they were from Australia, Flame and Groovies.
1: Flame and Groovies, um, from San Francisco, and... Isn't it
0: weird? Like, you always think, like, you you see band names and you even listen to bands and like yeah you know keep in mind like you know said this a million times but there was no internet so like I just assumed they were from Australia. Well, claiming groovies for up until like whatever like th- till I figured it out. That's
1: the that's the thing is is if you think about what was happening in the late sixties in San Francisco in the summer of love. And you know Jefferson Airplane, and The Grateful Dead, and all these this hippie movement and all of this sort of stuff. The Flame and Groovies did not fit in one bit to any of that. Well, like
0: Dimitri played Cheater Slicks, and there's no way Cheater Slicks aren't huge Flame and Groovies fans. No right, way,
1: right? No way, no way. And the, and the crazy thing, uh, I'm going to play the title track from Teenage Head, which came out in 1971. Oh, cool,
0: that's a great choice.
1: And it, this is an album. Mick Jagger said was better than Sticky Fingers, um, and this is an album. He's this, probably right, would not he? He might. He might very well be right. Um, <laughs> this is a song. It is like absolutely proto-punk. The music, the oh, lyrics. oh
0: yeah, I mean, huge like it's, influence on millions of punk rock bands. Yeah,
1: like kind of dirty. I mean, some of the the lyrics. will we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, when when you hear it, you know, maybe I'll even kind of tease some of it. Um, you know, stuff like, when you see me, better turn your tail and run because I'm angry and I'll mess you up for fun. I'm a child yeah. of atom bombs and rotten air and Vietnams. You know, like, that's punk rock.
0: No, I mean, it's... Just... One of the first punk rock bands. I mean, like, a-
1: absolutely. And and the weird thing for me with a band like this is they were just. what when this... you think
0: of like traditional punk rock or like whatever you want to call it,
1: like yeah, Ramones right, and right
0: Iggy Pop, you know, right. Sto- you know like you kind know, of stuff like
1: MC Five. You know, they were contemporaries. Yeah. Of like MC Five and Stooges. You know, they were doing this in 1971, and then by the time punk rock kind of became a thing in like the s- mid 70s. They'd moved on, and they did shake some action, which is a very, very delicate. You know, the title track is that's the
0: first one I heard.
1: The title track is a wonderful I was a kid. You know, power pop song, a fantastic song. Um, but like, you know, that album had "You Tore Me Down," which which uh, Yola Tango covered on Fakebook. It had you know just some like very Beatlesque you know, at a time when the zeitgeist of the era was moving into what they were doing five years earlier, they were like, nah, we're going to do our own thing. Like they were always just like one step out of either ahead or behind the times. It was, it's, it's, just, it's endlessly fascinating to me. So, yeah.
0: Well, fascinate us
1: now, Mike. Come All on. right. Teenage Head, Flaming Groovies, <laughs> Rocket.
4: I'm a monster, got a random teenage head.
1: Pretty... I mean, you know,
0: like who who did that influence?
1: Uh, right, I mean, you got
0: to think about like right. you know, like right. things. That, I mean, Heart. <laughs> I mean, Bachman Turner Overdrive. I mean, like I mean, just every like Rolling Stones. Apparently, yeah. I mean, that's rock for and sure. roll music for man. sure. I and mean,
1: and then have you heard? I would imagine you know Fakebook, right? Yeah. Have you heard their version of "You Tore Me Down"? The original version that Yola Tango covers on Fakebook. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say we could play that because they 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 had five years between Teenage Head and Shake Some Action.
0: Yeah. They well they got you know caught up in the British invasion. You know. They
1: did, and you know, uh, it just amazes me that.
0: Well, that's what I would have heard first. You know. Y-
1: right. 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 Yeah. Me too. And um, it's just weird. It's like it's almost flipped on its head. Uh, Do you want me to play? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll play play, play You Tore Me Down because I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this that probably know the Yellow Tango song and haven't heard the original. Um, From 1976, Shake Some Action. This is Flame and Groovies. (laughs) ¶¶ So that was the mid-70s, but it sounded like the mid-60s,
0: right? Yeah, I just think it was a, a bad move by them, you know?
1: I, yeah, I guess. I mean, it... it, it was, I mean, I don't even know. Cause
0: it like, was Obviously, like, I was, you know... Such a born. non... They were started before I was born, but, like, like, they were, like, wildly original and influential. And then they just, like... It's almost like a thing like okay we got to sound more you know like the spirit of the times I, you know like
1: maybe I don't even know how like I don't know what their approach was and how um well who the hell
0: whatever I mean or, you could probably read orchestrated about it. You know, read it was right yeah like it's legendary rock critics that like adore them you know like
1: not not for me to say but I just find it amusing that the song that sounds like it was recorded in the mid '60s was actually recorded ten years later. Yeah, yeah, and the one that sounds like gritty and, uh, you know, like a mid '70s punk rock song was the one that was ahead of its time. Um, both are great songs, and they sound like they weren't even recorded by the same people. You know. That's what that that's what amazes me, and it's almost like they flipped. In I don't know if it was record companies saying you need to make who knows. Hits. I mean, who that's knows? what I'm thinking exactly. like, you know, like who knows? You know, the, like the point. Like they being, were
0: wildly like just they were just like doing their own thing in San Fran in the '60s, and, like rocking yeah. the rocking the clubs. Yeah, right. And, and then it's like okay, now we're gonna be like professional or something.
1: I, I, who either way? Even even when they said okay, we're gonna be professional. The record that they made in 1976, "Shake Some Action," is still a stellar, fantastic collection of like amazing songs. Uh, that almost... but I could never
0: get it myself. You know, like I I listened to it and, and like I would try. To, you know, at a college radio show, and I would try to play it. Like to me, it just sounded like I just didn't appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I, I could I could hear that, but I I, I just. I think the songs are so well done, and yeah, I
0: mean, like, so we're you know, the birds. I
1: mean, you know, sure, sure. I'm, uh, but I yeah. love the birds. So, um, it just it's it's weird. It wasn't flaming and
0: groovy, man. Like it's it's so weird stuff. to me.
1: It's so weird to me that that's the same band. You know, that that those are the yeah, same Yeah, no, no, people, no. You
0: can't. Right? Even, there's no way you'd ever think that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Uh,
0: Anyways, I'll will switch to this millennium and I'll take us down I five um, from San Fran to L A. and and I'll play a kind of an interesting thing that I've just discovered over the last couple of years. It's a I think this show is like um, got me definitely more into like international things, which I really appreciate.
5: Yeah,
0: that and seeing like just mind blowing acts from around the world. Especially MD Mokhtar, I think it's interesting because I think all the time, like um, when I was in college, I used there's a guy named Jim Schneider, i mentioned on the show, who would play like his show was world beat, like yeah, but it would go in the rock and like I don't think any of us really appreciated it because as much as we should have, because we were so like into grunge and punk and like going to shows and in like if it wasn't on SST or right homestead or sub pop just like we our minds weren't open as much as we thought so doing this show is actually kind of in a very welcome fashion opened up my mind to the rest of the world this is kind of an interesting band it's like these guys the holtzman brothers i'm gonna play dang fever which is probably not the most marketable band name as we head into (laughs) uh, the post pandemic rock era and whenever that may begin right um but it's a uh, these guys, the Holzman brothers. They, I guess, at a pretty young age, they spent a lot of time in Cambodia for whatever reason. I think just as tourists, and uh, they got way into like Cambodian rock and pop and stuff like that. And they, then they went home to L.A. and 2001 they formed this band. And the first thing they did was they recruited a Cambodian singer named Sham Nemo. And and they started to make this sort of like amalgamation of like rock music and Cambodian pop, and they had this sort of a really sort of amazing charismatic lead singer. And uh, this is a the only I only own one album by them. It's their 2015 album, which I love, called The Deepest um, Lake. But um, this is a song. Actually, one of the first songs that got me into them is from an album from 2005, I believe, called Escape from Dragon House. It's called She Bong, which, and she, obviously, she's Cambodian, so she sings um, mostly in, in Khmer, um, but a little bit in English. And this is She uh, Bong, which I think it's just, it's just a Cambodian love song. It means love you in, in Khmer. She Bong by Dang Fever. that live. Love yeah, to see the Dan Fever sure. live. For sure. Cause I've seen some like YouTube live videos and like they don't cheat you with the um costumes and like Sham Nemo and the boys and like I just think it would be like very um theatrical. I think it I think it might even get me dancing, Mike. Yeah you know, who knows. In the most awkward of fashions.
1: Do you dance, Bob?
0: I have danced um in public in the last three years in dark clubs um i look forward to doing that again last night whitney wanted to dance and like i just i don't feel comfortable dancing in my house i I like to Mm -hmm. dance in the dark
1: you and bruce
0: me and me and who
1: bruce bruce springsteen
0: oh dancing in the dark yeah yeah um I imagine that, like, oh, then now he dances on stage.
1: <laughs> no, I know. But yes, yeah. Man, I'm just, I'm making, i like making a, a half, really bad four joke. Four hours, you know. I'm making a horrible joke.
0: Yeah, I like that joke. Except it's pretty clever.
1: <laughs> um, no, uh,
0: you no.
1: you, Yeah, I could see it. I could see you doing the Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not in any natural fashion
1: <laughs> uh well, thank you for dang fever uh I appreciate that I like that um i'm gonna i guess kind of keep a similar vibe in a way it's it's maybe not quite as
0: uh, banging
1: yeah and and it's a little mellower and a little more um straight, but same sort of vibe, I think. Um, certainly not as raw as Flame and Groovies. We're, we're going to kind of keep it in the same vein. I want to play a band that I first saw opening for The X. Um, Whoa. Yeah. What and was that, like California? That was in or... Portland, in uh, Burbati's Pan. In Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been to Burbati's Pan. I, I want to guess... Is that still going for Body's Pan? Is that still going? I think so. Sadly, no. I don't think they are. Um, ah,
0: man. That's good Good times in there. I know. With Fila Brasilia.
1: I saw the fall there. I saw yeah. the X. Um, opening for the X on the night that I saw them was Han Benek's solo, which was in f- fucking amazing. Like, just so completely incredible. Um. And this band from Brighton called. Yeah,
0: they're one of the ones that sort of like kind of kicked off the Brighton scene, really.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was like,
0: um, I think they started in the late 90s. You're playing uh, Electro Lane. Electro Lane, right?
1: yeah. Um, I saw them in the early 2000s, but yeah, they might have started in the late 90s. Uh, yeah, Brighton,
0: Bristol, like those, you know, the 90s. No, those are like burgeoning scenes in Electro Lane kind of. As far as I can tell, and obviously I'm not from there, but, like, I mean, obviously Brighton is, like, super hip.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they were a band. But it wasn't back then. They released a a number of records on 2Pure, which is a label that we've talked about a little bit, you know, of course, Stereolab and... Boy, I'm blanking on some of the others, but um, Stereolabs certainly the first band I heard of on 2Pure. Um, of course, PJ Harvey, right? Wasn't yeah, she, absolutely. She, she was on 2Pure. Um, but uh, really good band. I, I saw them around the time of, I think, the Power Out. And from what I remember, they were primarily instrumental. And I think later... Verity Sussman um, kind of took over lead vocals. They had a, uh, for me, I was like kind of fixated and fascinated by their guitarist, Mia Clark, who was just an amazing player. She was. um, She still is, I imagine. uh, Yeah. Well, I haven't seen them or her really heard a whole lot of their stuff in years, um, but she was just, really, really adept, fantastic player. And um, for me is is the one that kind of stole the show. And from there, I was just like a, instantly a fan. And, um, you know, I, but I, I, they're a band that I haven't really listened to all that often lately. And I, I kind of only recently got back into them. And so I wanted to play something from their 2007 record, Called "No Shouts, No Calls." Um, I think this is after they, at least some of them, had migrated to the U.S. and to Chicago. We talked about Chicago earlier. Uh, I think that's where Mia lives now. And this one was produced by Mr. Steve, Steve Albini, I believe. Maybe not. Or maybe one of the earlier ones was. You'll I don't know. Be able to
0: tell. You'll be able to tell.
1: Um. Anyway. No Shouts No Calls is the name of the record. This was on Too Pure, and this is a song called Saturday from 2007, Lane. Saturday, Electro Lane. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Really good band. You know, I think they're a band that, for whatever reason, maybe because they didn't tour a lot in the U.S., maybe partly because they were split between the U.S. and the U.K. I I feel like they're a little bit forgotten.
0: Well, I mean, I think they've perhaps been overshadowed.
1: Maybe. Maybe. But they were good. They were good. It is
0: a style and it is like they wear their influences on their sleeves.
1: Yeah, I think part of it, too, was... So it kind of many... peaked
0: in, like, you know, 2005, 4, or 5... Well, right. believe me, like...
1: Right, and so many of their songs were instrumental, which I think, you know, it's it's really, really, really hard to be an instrumental band and make a long-term impact.
0: Oh, who knows? I mean, many... Have. That's
1: that's I know, but that's in But yeah, general? no, it's
0: always great to have like Esther Phillips, you know, in your band. <laughs> right. <I mean. laughs>
1: right. right. People latch on to a vocal hook.
0: Yeah, and the words. Yeah. I mean, and the
1: words too. Yeah. Words yeah. words mean things to people. And Or it
0: is even like, you know, people who like use their use vocals as an instrument or like you know, I mean it's just like I don't know. It is, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, like we're not even talking about like marketing music, but yeah, I mean, it is harder to to market like instrumental music to a pop audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, of course. So,
0: but anyways, good, I'm gonna, good band. Uh, I'm gonna play a huge pop star. I'm probably one of again. We talked about this before. Like huge artists. We did a show about it. Mm-hmm. Um, huge artists that um, that we that you know we haven't played on the show. So I mean, obviously Kirsty McCall's is one of them,
1: um, especially in the UK. Absolutely. <clears throat> like I think yeah, massive.
0: Think just, yeah, more so. Yeah, massive in the UK, Europe, like Australia, New Zealand, like the rest of the world like i
1: think she, she's best uh, i wonder why
0: Electrolane lane would have moved from brighton to chicago but who knows uh, um
1: I, I think one of them i think might have been mia clark um went there for studies or some sort of professional reason right i think she you know she she became either became she went for grad school or she became a professor or something like that
0: You can always go back and forth before now. Yeah. Um, Anyways, that's beside the point. Um, I'm going to play probably one of the most listened to songs in the history of the podcast. This is a cover of a brilliant Ray Davies song. Um, It's not really unlike the original. Um, We talked before the show about playing the original, but this is just her take on a great song that was – Released in 1968 by the Kings called Days, and this is Kirsty McCall.
6: Thank you for the days, those endless days, those sacred days you gave me. believe me, I wish today, could be tomorrow, the night is long, it just brings sorrow, let it wait, thank you for the days, those endless days, those sacred days you gave, Shines on you, believe
1: me. And though you're gone, you're with me every single day, believe me. Such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. Um I think the difference between her version and the Ray version from the it's point, her
0: transcendent voice.
1: It's her transcendent voice. Her voice is so angelic and almost um, it's 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 very sweet. And his his version of it is almost much more melancholic. Um, it's a fantastic singer, wasn't he? Yeah, it's, I mean he's. There, he's... They're both. He's still, still going, isn't he? He's he is. Going. Oh, of course. They're, they're yeah, both. beautiful, God. Beautiful. beautiful. No, I'd like
0: to say that Flaming Groovy said like they they were definitely playing in 2019.
1: They were. Um, yeah. I could. You want me to play his version? I mean, I think the difference between the two is hers is much more upbeat and almost hopeful, and his is very sad and looking. Yeah, back, his,
0: hers is just amazing too. If you can really. Her demise, the end of her life, is well, mind was, blowing. You know, yeah, she's I know. of course married one of the world's most famous record producers, who's definitely still going, Steve Lillywhite.
1: Yeah,
0: and they had two children, and she was saving one or both of her children when she got hit by a boat. I
1: know
0: in Mexico. So it's just, I mean, I mean, in the year I believe in like late nineties. Maybe even two thousand.
1: And and she's I think here best known for that Pogue song, Fairy, yeah, Fairy Tale of here. New York.
0: Um, but, but she's got so many kick-ass hits. But I mean, you got to think like huge. Hit. She would be like seven or eight years my senior, so she would be as a singer. She would still be in her absolute prime just sure amazing sure. you
1: know sure and, and i i mean I, I think arguably in the uk at least might be best known for her cover of the billy bragg song
0: what's that which one
1: uh a new england
0: yeah that's great
1: yeah. yeah i mean her version of a new england is um other than fairy tale of new york with the pogues i think that's what i know is i know her version of that song which is a amazing song i think and that's I, a
0: song that's one like many times like the christmas song (laughs) bet or something yeah
1: yeah yeah oh sure that kind of thing sure yeah Uh, and um in in that billy billy bragg her version of the billy bragg song is similar to her version of the ray Davies song in that it's in some ways kind of true to the original but it also has a different feel to it you know like well,
0: that, and, like, after that, you've got to play another Kirstie song. Play play the Ray one, play the original, and then play um, In These Shoes.
1: Okay. Like, um, Kirstie McCall,
0: because then you can hear, like, a completely different side of her. Do you know right. that song, In These Shoes?
1: I don't know if I do. I'll play Ray's original Kinks song from 1968, I believe, his version of Day's.
2: you for the day Those endless days of sacred days you gave me I'm thinking of the day I won't forget a single day Believe me I bless the light I bless the light The lights on you Believe me And though you're gone you're with me every single day, believe me. Days i remember all my life. Days when you can't see wrong from right. You took my life, but then I knew that very soon you'd leave me. But it's alright. It could be tomorrow Life is dark It just brings sorrow that it wait. Thank you for the days Those endless days of sacred days you gave me I'm thinking of the days I won't forget a single day Believe me You took my life But then I knew that very soon you'd leave me But it's alright Now I'm not frightened of this world, believe me Thank you for the days Those endless days, those sacred days you gave the day. I won't forget a single day, believe me, I bless the light, I bless the light that shines on you, believe me, and though you're God, you're with me every single day, believe me.
1: I mean, that's just one of those songs that makes me think of the people that are no longer around whenever I hear it.
0: Yeah, that's why it's intense from Kurt, it's, the Kirstie.
1: It's so intense. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's one of those ones that's, like, so happy and beautiful and celebrating, you know, the moments that you positive, had. Positive, you know. Like right. It's celebrating the positive, moments that yeah. you had, but it's also so sad. And it just, yeah. like... It always gets me every time I yeah, hear it.
0: Yeah, powerful. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. You want to we'll end another,
0: with, Yeah, we'll in, do another side of Kirsten McCall here in these, in these shoes. shoes. This is for Beverly House Stables, Newmarket.
1: song before. That was Yeah, to- Tropical
0: Brainstorm sort of last album.
1: Totally different vibe to it for sure.
0: Yeah, well if I if I walked on your back in any set of shoes that I have <laughs> it would definitely hurt. But <laughs> you know and,
1: uh, but not, that, not yeah, in yeah. these shoes though.
0: Yeah. Bless her bless your soul uh, Christy McCall. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll do one soon.
1: Yeah. This is fun. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Thank you.
0: Peace to the people in the Northeast.
1: Peace to the people in Georgia. (laughs) Thank you for voting. Thank you for representing. Thank you for wearing your mask and staying safe. And um, let's keep everyone around to listen to the next show. yes (laughs) and and
0: beyond for
1: god's sake thank you bob
0: yeah look after yourself yep take care thank you
1: everyone love you mate have a good night have a good night love you all be well